You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Mike, real simple question. Then we'll get into the uh, minutia of it. What would you think of the commercials in the Super Bowl? Disappointed for the most part. I thought there were a couple good ones, but I don't know. Like, first of all, I'm one of those sickos who watches a couple hours of the pregame show. Um, I know not everyone does. I I do. I always have. I've always kind of enjoyed it. I, I, I do enjoy where, you know, the entertainment and sports worlds kind of, um, not clash, but mesh. Uh, and I think for the last probably 25 to 30 years, the Super Bowl pregame show has been a lot of that where, there is a lot of content about the game. There is some analysis, but it's a lot of fun too. And I, I just, I love to see those worlds combined. So I'm a sicko. I watch a lot of the pregame show. I mean, I might be crazy, but I remember a couple of years ago, the pregame show used to have a lot of the newer commercials that, uh, you know, were eagerly anticipated and, and, you know, kind of promoted in a word of mouth since this year. Uh, the pregame show was like all Pizza Hut and Burger King commercials, and none of them were new. Now, I, I I get why Pizza Hut and Burger King are advertising a lot during the pregame show because everyone's ordering pizza or, you know, ordering food of some kind. So I, I get it, but give me a new commercial at least. Um, I don't know, Chris. Like, I just thought during the game, not too many of the commercials were really funny. Um, yeah, one or one or two or three were, um, none of them were even remotely controversial or edgy in any way, shape or form, which I think kind of reflects how corporate America now might be in a position where they're just, they're really kind of afraid to take chances, uh, for fear of alienating customers, um, or being canceled or, or yeah, exactly. Um, I thought the, the best three or four ads, ironically, one of them wasn't even in the national broadcast. It ran in one of the local break. In fact, two of them, two of them, uh, two of the best ones ran in local Atlanta breaks, not in the national breaks. And it was the, the Xfinity ad about red flags, and we can go back into this, but the Xfinity ad about red flags yep. and the Sam Adams spot about the brighter lager, I think is what they called it. I thought uh, those two were actually very funny. And it's my understanding that they only ran in select markets. They, they didn't necessarily run uh, nationally. Th- those breaks at the end of the quarter, here's a little media tip for you. Uh, in regular season games playoff super bowl those end of quarter breaks you'll see a promo uh for something that the the tv network is doing in this case last night fox 
And then as soon as that promo ends, that cues the local affiliate to play their commercials. So that Xfinity spot, I think, played at the end of the first quarter. The Sam Adams spot was definitely end of the third quarter. So it was in that local window. Um, so I, I thought, you know, for the most part, it was, it was a lot of advertising about electric vehicles. I'm not really into that. Uh, you know, the, the, in some cases, I mean, there were ads about religions, uh, various religions. Yes. Uh, again, kind of odd. Um, I didn't really think anything was all that funny other than maybe the Dunkin' Donuts ad with Ben Affleck, but then I thought that had a cheesy ending. Um, the, the commercial in the second quarter, uh, the, the brand of dog food, um, farmers fresh or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that, that was very tough for me. I, I, I struggled with that one a lot. I, I, got very very emotional on that one just because i think those of us who who have owned dogs that that really that tugged at the heartstrings so that was actually an excellent ad it just wasn't funny uh but it definitely made an impression uh outside of that disappointing to be honest with you i, I don't know if these companies have have uh, skimped on their their budgets or what i'll tell you one ad that actually was brilliant i thought it you know i take that back not in a funny sense but uh Oh my God! What, what am I sitting on my remote control? Yes. Uh, in the fourth quarter, who was it? Uh, Fubo TV or I think it or, was Tubi. Tubi. That was like I literally I audibly screamed like what the you know and I'm looking for my remote and everything because I thought maybe uh, you know one of my dogs had kind of brushed up against the remote and had turned the game off like that. That was very very well executed. Very well done. But it didn't make me want to sign up for Tubi. No. <laughs> they call that they call that commercial like a meta commercial. Yeah. Sort of breaking yes. of the fourth wall, getting getting inside your brain and trying to play some tricks on it. I you yeah. know what? I will say I agree with you. I actually really liked the Ben Affleck and J Lo commercial. Yeah, I thought the the ending was cheesy, but I thought yeah. everything up to that point was really good. Um, and for me, it's a bit of nostalgia, but I think it hits it hits different for me than it would for you because of our generation gap. The YouTube TV commercial with the cat playing the keyboard, yeah, um, yeah. because that's one of the original viral videos and they were playing up to that and i remember that that brought me back to a place where yep. when youtube first started it wasn't about becoming an influencer the the biggest videos on the internet were cats playing the piano and <laughs> and guys and guys you know showing off lightsabers in tune with the star wars theme song and it just brought right. me back to a place in time i did like the workday commercial too with all the old rock stars i thought that was kind of funny okay. um where they had like Kiss and they had Joan Jett, uh, you know, coming in for work day. I thought that one was okay. And the other uh, two be with, with the rat with the rabbit hole. I really like that. Was that was good. Yeah, yeah that I, was good. because I, I fall in rabbit one. holes. Like I can relate to that. I fall in the rabbit holes all the time on YouTube. Lose a lot of productivity in the office by doing that. So, I, like, I, I could, I could relate to that. That was good. And now, one question to close out this segment now. Because this seems to be the conversation every year. Exactly what we're talking about now. Sort of a dip in quality. They're not as memorable. Do we have sort of a 
pre-internet age nostalgia for the Super Bowl commercials because I feel like that's wow. sort of looked at as the golden age of the commercials and yes. a lot of it has to do with the exclusivity that it was back then the only place and time you could watch it was during the Super Bowl that Chris that is a really great call I didn't even think about that but you make a good point like I shoot I remember as a kid like we would we would see either in the newspaper or maybe in the grocery store or something like that, like there would be promotional setups previewing commercials that would debut during the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. like a Bud Bowl. Like that, <laughs> that, that was crazy. Like, the, and I know it's a really silly thing. It's claymation beer bottles playing football, but the Bud Bowl, I mean, there was a months long campaign by Anheuser-Busch leading up to that. And I, I want to say it was the uh, one of the 49ers Broncos Super Bowl. It was, uh, or maybe even it was uh, the 49ers Bengals. I don't remember. But, but like, literally, th there were weeks and weeks of anticipation. Like, oh, what, what's the Bud Bowl going to be? This is going to be really cool. Um, what else? Uh, um, like, I, I feel like the Pepsi had a campaign one Super Bowl where they were they were kind of giving you like little hints, little crumbs, cookie crumbs here and there of what, what they might do, this, this outrageous ad that they were going to debut during the Super Bowl. Because you're right. Like, we didn't have the internet or social media or YouTube even, um, you know, or any kind of on-demand service where we could see this kind of content before it would actually reach our television screens. Yeah, the Bud, uh, the Clydesdales is the one that always comes to everyone's mind. For me, it was the uh, Taco Bell Chihuahua yep. that talked. Uh, the, there was a Doritos commercial and a laundromat. I always remember where somebody... Budweiser Frogs. Uh, that was a big one. Um when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What else? Uh, I mean, it, really, the the one commercial that is pointed to as like the epic Super Bowl ad of all time was when Apple introduced the Macintosh. Mm. Uh, and it was the Raiders, at that time, Redskins Super Bowl in 1984. Uh, and it, it was this, this epic ad that was, I mean, probably Oscar-worthy production levels. And, and the whole point was 1984 is not going to be like 1984 in the novel. Uh, that is looked at as like the epic, but I, Chris, I even remember like picking up 3d glasses at either the grocery store or McDonald's <laughs> or something like that, because they promised that they were going to be doing commercials in 3d during the super bowl. Like it was crazy. And then like, you'd be waiting and, and my mom would be like, okay, get your glasses ready. You know, I, I think it's coming up in this break and it wouldn't, and you would wait until the next break and you'd have your glasses ready. It was nuts. How the honestly the commercials were almost bigger than the game itself. Yeah, For, that's what it felt here's like. The other thing too, Chris, and I tweeted about this last night. I was born in 1981. The first Super Bowl I had like a conscious memory of watching 
as a kid was the Giants Broncos Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been 1986 season, 1987 yep. Super Bowl. That's the first one I remember vividly watching as a kid. The Super Bowl, when I was a kid, usually the game sucked with one or two exceptions. Like you would hope for the Bengals to qualify because they would usually give you a pretty good game. Or there was the Bills Giants where Scott Norwood missed the field goal. Other than that, the Super Bowl, when I was a kid up until the Elway Packers Super Bowl, was terrible. Year after year after year, the game was just awful. The NFC was always dominating, and it it was really always the same teams. It was always either San Francisco or Washington or um, Dallas. Green, Dallas and then Green Bay. It's always the same teams. Uh, so because the game was always so lousy, like the commercials were really the reason why you watched and why you tuned in. I just don't feel like it is that way anymore. I could be totally wrong. I mean, obviously, we watch football in a very serious way now because we talk about it for work. But I just, I feel, I'm with you, Chris. I feel like that era has ended. And probably a lot of it has to do with we're bombarded with advertising all the time on the internet. You have to be creative now to make impressions just on the internet. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're just running out of creativity. Yeah, and uh, when it costs $7 million for a commercial, a lot of people just punt. Yeah. 